Amen. I'm thankful this evening. As we greet all of you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Yeah, God bless you. As we turn to our Bibles. Uh, if we could turn to the book of Hebrews. Hebrews, that would be Hebrews 10, verse 38. 10, verse 38. It reads just only that phrase, now the just shall live by faith. Hallelujah. How many agree that the just shall live by faith? Amen. And then if you can just turn again or go backwards to the book of Matthew. Manga and when Jesus departed to thanks, two blind men followed him, crying, saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. And when he was come into the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus saith unto them, Believe ye that I am able to do this? They said unto him, Yea, Lord. Esengenile endlini ezibubute zeza uye, uchisu watu guzo, niakolwa yini uguti ngakwenza loko na zati uye yibuguzi. Then touched he their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. And their eyes were opened, and Jesus straightly charged them, saying, See that no man know it. But they, when they were departed, spread abroad his fame in all that country. It's difficult to keep quiet once Jesus has touched you. Amen. Let's pray. Most gracious Heavenly Father, this evening it is us again approaching thy throne of mercy. Amen. You are such a, a wonderful God, there is no God like thee. And that is why we were able to come to this place 
to acknowledge thee as the creator in our lives. And knowing very well that without you, there isn't much that we can do. Amen. That is why we have invited you to come and be part of this service, that you can come and divinely reveal yourself through the scriptures, dear God. When they were on their way to Emmaus, how they have known you is how you broke the weight. And this evening, I expect that you will do exactly the same thing. If there is anyone that is sick and afflicted, touch them and make them whole. Because you said, I'm the Lord, thy God, that healeth thee of all thy diseases. I believe you can heal anybody here this, this evening, dear God. As we commit the reading of the way to you, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. While you take your seats. Amen. Now. God bless you, Sister Sharon. It's just wonderful to see you. Uh, for just a, a couple of minutes, I just want to speak on faith is not an option. Amen. Amen. When we say you is doing an option, it means it is the only thing. Amen. Amen. How many know that when God says, uh, or Paul says, without faith it is impossible to please God? Amen. And I believe our coming here this evening is to strengthen and to make our faith grow. Yes, that's Hebrews 11 verse 6. It says, but without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. Not he was. Not he will be. Amen. Because uh, faith doesn't know time. The time for faith is now. Amen. So he must believe, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen. Amen. You, you, you must expect to be rewarded. As we spoke about Caleb, when he was on the journey, he knew that the mountain was his reward. Because God is a rewarder of them that seek him diligently. Or maybe before we get to say, what is faith? Maybe we need to say, what is not faith? 
Faith is not a wish. Hallelujah. It's way higher than and deeper than a wish. Faith is not a feeling. Hallelujah. Faith is not hope. Brother Brenham says in this message, the ministry explained. Hope is one thing. Faith is another. And faith is a positive sense. Amen. And, and I, I was shocked. I will just read a few things for you from the prophet. But let us go and check in the book of Job. Uh, chapter 42, uh, verse 1. Job 42. From verse 1. It reads in this manner. Then Job answered to the Lord and said, I know that thou canst do everything and that no thought can be withholden from thee. Who is he that hideth counsel without knowledge? Therefore have I uttered that I understood not things too wonderful for me which I knew not. Gobani Ositeza is a Luleko Engina Kwazi na Gikulu Gikulumi Leguloko Gingi Nagukonda is Mangaliso is in Kulu Kunami Ebingi Nazazi. Here I beseech thee and I will speak, I will demand of thee and declare thou unto me. Age Ungizwe Kukulumi Mina. I've heard of thee by the hearing of the ear, but now mine eye hath seen thee. I think every believer must come to this point. Uh, this was said on the other side of the trial. But before the trial, God says there is no man as righteous as Job. And now Job goes through a trial. You know what happened with Job. And then when it came to the end of the trial, he said, I've heard of thee by the hearing of the ear. But now, my eye has seen you. Amen. There is a time where you hear, but there is a time where you need to experience it yourself. And a hearing without seeing 
doesn't make you a witness. Uh, you must hear and see. Then you become an eyewitness. So God needs eyewitnesses in the end time. But for you to be an eyewitness, God must take you through certain things. God must take you through certain experiences. When God tests you, he doesn't want to destroy you. When God tests you, he shows that he trusts you. And actually, when you are tested by God, you are favored by God. Do you know, you've got, I think we've got a quality, a custodian of quality in the country called SABS. When you see that stamp on the product, it, it is a vote of confidence. That stamp cannot be on the product unless the product is tested. And when you see that, uh, that, uh, that stamp, the SABS logo. It tells you that you can have confidence in the product. So I want you to say, if you are going to be his child, you are not going to be not be tested. You've got to be tested and stand and be approved of God. But I've realized we cannot have faith in him as a healer unless we get sick. Uh, faith doesn't mean that you are immune from troubles but it tells me that you've got the ability to see beyond the troubles Amen. And, and be able to come on the other side as a victor Every one of us this evening, we need to have faith. Actually, we are getting into a season where if you are without faith, you cannot survive. I don't know whether are you with me on that one. So, make sure when you come to the service and when you spend time in your closet, concentrate on activities that make your faith to grow. Faith cometh by hearing hearing the word of God. So faith feeds only on one environment which is the unadulterated way. If you have not needed faith, you are going to need it. There will be a circumstance that needs you to have faith. And according to your faith, that's how you are going to overcome in that situation. Brother Brennan, 
Pass by and has the faith to be healed. I looked at the quotation, I say it looked like it's a it's doesn't make sense. Because if you are a real Christian, we assume that you will have faith. But the prophet says you can be a Christian, a real Christian, and be without faith. And some sinner pass by and has the faith to be healed. And I ask myself, what can make a real Christian not to have faith? The problem today, uh, maybe I'll give you what happened somewhere in India. They, they wanted to bring to build a bridge. And they had a, uh, what they call the state engineer. And he was tasked to build the bridge. And uh, when he was going to build the bridge, uh, the odds were against him. And when the odds were against him, you would expect that you would go out and when he assembles his team, you would expect him to get a qualified engineer. But he went around and got novices. Uh, those who that uh, had no experience and he assembled them and said we are going to build a bridge it, it amazed the people that with an inexperienced team he was able to finish the bridge in record time and they came and asked him and say but we have had bridges where we got experienced people but they were never finished on time. How did you do this one? He said, I looked for the people that didn't know what they didn't know. Are you together? They didn't know what they didn't know. Because experience sometimes tells you it cannot be done. I hope you are together with me. So sometimes church people uh, uh, because we we are caught up even in the message, caught up in message theology. If somebody gets sick today, if we pray for him, we've got to categorize whether is it the first pull, the second pull, the third pull. If I'm sick, I want to be healed. I don't care whether you put it on first or second or third, I want to be healed. But, but church people will be worried. The way they approach that 
that sick person. It was not the third pool. It was the first pool. And that's why you see we have knowledge. But we lack faith. And that's why that is the danger of religion. If you've got your mother and she's sick and in the hospital and you see it's a problem, you don't care. Even she won't care whether it's the first pool or second pool or third pool. All she wants to know that historical God that she heard about she must be, he must be present tense and touch and make a hole. What I'm simply saying, your knowledge sometimes is your stumbling block. And today, we need the church to rise up. And, and not just preach. Paul, Paul says something very striking here. He says, my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of men's wisdom. But in demonstration of the spirit and of power that your faith would not stand in the wisdom of men but in the power of God. We are not not interested in the eloquence of men but we are interested in whether what is is being brought forth has the quickening power. I, I hope you will stay with me here. Now the prophet says Now faith It's a direct evidence Of things not seen Felt Tasted Smelt Or had So that means faith happens beyond your five senses And a lot of times your senses and faith will contradict one another But faith must be super important on your senses. You must be able to say, I cannot see it, but I know it's there. I cannot feel it, but it's there. I cannot taste it, but it's there. I cannot smell it, but it's there. I cannot hear it, but it's there. Then what makes you have confidence that it's there? By faith. Hallelujah. Because we walk not by sight. But we walk by faith. Now he says in this message, wisdom versus faith. But faith only grows in one vitamin. It only has one vitamin. You don't have to have any mixture. Faith grows in one vitamin. That's the way. So if you want your faith and when faith grows, hallelujah. And let me tell you something. Uh, sometimes for your faith to grow, maybe you've got to believe in very 
ridiculous things. And when God does them, then your faith grows. I'm simply saying you've got to have faith that you can heal your flu before you believe that you can heal your cancer. And you can say the same God that healed my flu is the same God that will heal my cancer. But here's the danger with believers. When God heals your flu, you dismiss it as insignificant. You don't draw strength from it you just say what is flu but if I was you I would say how many people have died because of flu and uh, it means God did something miraculously and that's why I recovered from this flu and when something comes you go back and say the same God that made me overcome that flu is the same God here. I must not lose you. David fought the lion. But before he fought the bear, he had to go back to the first experience. The same God that made me to overcome the lion is the same God that is with me as I face the bear. The same God, the same David, the same God that is with me as I face Goliath is the same God that was with me when I face the lion when I face the bear and today is here what I'm simply saying to you the same God that brought you out of the world and that sanctified you that justified you that baptized you with the Holy Ghost is the same God that will change your body. But you've got to believe him here and move with him in the stages. I don't know why you with me this evening. And when you begin to see God in that way, then it strengthens your muscles. Brother Bram says the faith has got muscles. And for you to get muscles, you must work it out. Your faith without works is dead. Your faith must have muscles. That's why when God says that your faith is dormant, He creates situations so that you can activate your faith. Don't ever be worried when God takes you through the trial. God wants to expect something out of you to show the enemy that this one has got faith in God. I hope we are together. And, and faith because it doesn't operate by senses. It, it, it makes you sound ridiculous. It can make you to be a subject of ridicule. Faith makes you reckless in your statements. Faith brings, takes out the carefulness out of you. You, you see things sometimes that a person with a 
education can dismiss you as mentally deranged. Hallelujah. And actually, if you have never been deemed to have lost your mind, you have never exercised your faith. Because you must lose your mind and have the mind of Christ. I hope you are too. Brother Bram says, when the mind of Christ comes to you, you get away from your thinking. And sometimes today I want to say, migrate from your thinking and come to his thinking and think his way of thinking. A lot of you, your problem is, you know, is, is on your shoulders. Think his way of thinking. Jesus never had worry. He knew who sent him. He knew who was in him. And he could do things because he knew who was with him. Brother Brenham in this message, faith cometh by hearing. He says now faith. Don't look at that. Faith doesn't look at that. Faith comes around and say I don't care anything about conditions. God said so and it's mine. Faith claims by nature. Hallelujah. When it stands up, faith is belly. It's well built. As I once say, faith has got hair on on the chest. When it stands up and pulls its big muscles out, everything else vanishes away. When faith really takes a hold, nothing else stands. Oh, I don't know whether have you ever seen faith rising. It can, it can renounce the doctor's report. The best specialist in the country, the faith can say, no ways. Stay with me here. I'm told that General Electric Motors, or General Motors, when they made a car, made, made a car they, they don't just make a car. The first thing that they make is parts. And fill them up in the warehouse. And thereafter, they will take those parts and assemble. So that means before before the car, they can assemble the car in the in the assembly line. The parts for the car are already available. They are pro- proactive in their thinking that this car will have an accident. But if it gets involved in an accident, there must be a water pump ready for the car before even they make the car. Now, the day the car is available ah, and, they, and it gets involved in an accident and irresponsible 
manufacturer is a manufacturer that does not have part for what he has created. If General Motors can be proactive and can be so diligent how much more about the divine manufacturer who is the creator of heavens and earth. I want to say if you have a heart trouble there is a new heart available. If you have a problem with your eyes there is a new set of eyes. There came a young girl to the prophet and brother Brennan prayed for the beginning. before he can open the girl's eyes the girl was blind. Brother Brennan said what type of eyes do you want? Because he had an access to God's workshop. And the girl said blue eyes and she received blue eyes. Today I want to say if you need a new liver there is a liver available. If you need blood blood is available. If you need a new throat a new throat is available. Whatever you need is available. Because the manufacturer is here. Have faith in him. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you still with me, brethren? Hallelujah. I, I want your faith to grow. Don't, don't let a stubborn spirit stand between you and your faith. No, when you, when you walk out of that door, I want your faith to have hair on its chest. I want you to stretch out your chest and, and tell the caven you are nothing. I see what belongs to me. Hallelujah. You know, these this, this two blind men came to Jesus. It must have been struggling during that time to associate with Jesus. But they came to him blind as they were. And Jesus said, Believe ye that I am able to do this. It has to be your faith. Do you believe that he can do this? And they said to him, Yes, Lord. According to your faith, be it unto you. And today, I don't know what situation, I don't know what you need. But my question would be Do you believe he can do this? Do you believe that he's got power? Do you believe that he's the Almighty God? And if you believe, let it 
be according to your faith. Hallelujah. Your faith will determine what you can possess. Hallelujah. And a lot of times, believers do not understand. When, when the devil comes and attacks your marriage, the devil is not after your marriage. The devil doesn't get married. Where is he taking your marriage to? He is not after your marriage. But he attacks your marriage. He is not after your marriage. He is after your faith. The devil is not after your children. The devil is not after your health. He's after your faith. Because if he can make you to be shaken in your faith, everything will disintegrate. Maybe let me show you. Here is Adam in the Garden of Eden. This man, the whole universe revolved around his faith in God. The reason the lion and the lamb could go together it was because of the obedience of Adam towards God's way. And the day he became disobedient do you see what happened? Then the lion started running after the then the storm came then there was havoc what happened to there a man lost his touch with his maker a man doubted the weight of his maker then he disorientated his environment today the devil knows if you can be in sync with your, with your creator Everything in your environment, your children will be in their position. I refuse, brethren, that we can accept that our children will go wrong. It's abnormal, it's unacceptable, it must be rejected. I don't care which school they go to. The Bible says the children are the inheritance, the heritage of the Lord. They are the fruit of your womb. Your children are your blessing. I, I don't care what the devil does. As a parent, you must say, You can do it with any other child. But my children are a no go area. The problem today, we have become too nice. Towards the David. And the Bible says, now from the days of John the Baptist, until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence. And the violent take it by force. The violent take it by force. The devil hates the violence of a believer. You can never chase the devil with, with you being nice on him. And say, nice thing. For the devil to be chased away, you need a violent faith. What is a violent faith? The one that can tell Nebuchadnezzar that even if our God does not deliver us, but we will never bow down 
to this together here. I'm simply saying it's good. We had good conventions. It's good that we had good spoken words. It's good that we had good songs. But I, I want to say it to the church. But you must come to a point where you go into your life and, and you look into your life and say, faith did that. Faith did that. Faith did that. We are not just interested in being readers. It's a time for application. It's a what you know. We have read too much. We have listened too much. But it's time for performance. It's a time for demonstration. It's a time I'm rising. To exercise my faith. Do you believe we can do it? Are you sick this evening? He's a healer. Do you believe he's a healer? Let it be according to your faith. Have faith in God. We're not worshiping a statue, brethren. God is alive. God is on the move. And you people tonight, you are in a much better position than any other people. Because you even have God's picture. The written picture of the Lord Jesus Christ. You've got it. So, why are you doubting? But today, I want you to believe and have faith in God. Let me, brothers, I want to say this to you. In this economy that doesn't, I mean, we don't know whether we are going forward or backwards. The rent keeps on tumbling. There is erosion of value in the economy. Companies are closing. Retrenchment after retrenchment. I want to tell you, you are not a retrenchment material. Because your God is a Jehovah child. He owns the universe. How can he fail to give you a job? You've got to believe. Stop reading world statistics. And read godly statistics. And 
And if you can do it, it doesn't need faith. If you can do it. The brother gave me a beautiful testimony. And said, Pastor, they were about to retrench at our workplace. And I knew that my job is one of the people I was affected. And they phoned me and I said, let's pray about it. And later, then a manager came to him. Him. and said uh, young uh, you yeah, men yeah, uh, uh, there might be a position we are going to advertise and when we advertise you apply like the rest of them and we'll see what happens then they advertise the job nine people applied the requirements they wanted a BTEC brother didn't finish his diploma and the people that had to be BTECs applied. Better experience. But on Tuesday, they called him in the office and say, begin to take your job that you are doing currently. Move it to other people. We've got an appointment letter for you. That, that is God. He is a provider. But here is a danger. You message people with your complex doctrine you are pushing far away God is so simple and he wants to operate in your life you've got to have faith in him Amen someone say ah that's not faith Paul. how can you have a faith for a job. If you stay for a long time unemployed, no matter how goodly you are, you end up being a crook. You can hear great sermons. But you will owe somebody and try to avoid them. Hallelujah. You need God to provide. Don't, don't hide behind spirituality. No. Step out and say, God, I need you. God, I need you to come and rearrange things. And he will come and arrange things. Yes, there are testimonies that believers are afraid to give this, this, the thing they are carnal. If he cannot take care of my daily needs, it makes me trust that you will take care of my eternal needs. But it's not God like that. The preachers made him to look like that. God is simple. Actually, when he takes things seriously, he steps out of heaven and wears a body and gets two angels and says, I need to go and greet Abraham and with Abraham and say, how Sarah your wife? Hallelujah. I know you guys are looking for a child but that's why I'm here. 
according to the time of life Sarah's wife will have a son and after they ate with God God enjoyed the recipes in Abraham's house have you ever heard about that God eating meat with Abraham the Bible cannot capture everything but my imagination tells me maybe he might have said to Abraham oh the chicken is it's, it's good your wife is a better cook because they had the whole day maybe I don't know how Abraham was dressed he might have made a remark how he was I, I, I'm demonstrating how personal God can be because the devil wants us to make him the God of heaven but I want you say he is no longer there but he has come down and he can come to your house and tell you I know you didn't eat last night but there is, oh, there is, there is another testimony the sister was praying and said God I just need 2,000 rents to sort out my problems she kept on praying she was staying in a flat and as she was there in the flat according to her testimony there is a man that was a drunkard that stayed at the top top and then the sister while she's praying this drunk man came and the sister had a knock said, but who could be knocking at this time of the night and she opened and that drunkard said here is 2000 tell that God of yours to leave me alone he's the same yesterday today forevermore Again. Yes, he opened the Red Sea. It is good. Yes, the walls of Jericho crumbled. But I need him in 2016. On the 1st of June. With regard to this situation, and I want to say, he is here. Hallelujah. And the beauty, we are under the lion anointing. You know, a lion is a very funny animal. It's not the biggest in the jungle. No, the elephant is the biggest. It's not the fastest in the jungle. No, the cheetah is the fastest. It's not the hardest animal. The hippopotamus is the hardest. But the lion knows. 
the king here. That, that's how it thinks. When, when it wakes up. Hey, I've never seen a lion crying. <laughs> and being sorry, so what can I eat? No, it gets into the wilderness. And moves like a lion. And looks around. And claim whatever it is there. Because a lion is territorial. This is my place. And everything that is here. There is a lion in you. And it must be exercised. A lion can never just accept that you can come and take its children and put it on a on drugs. No. Me, I used to say the lion is not the king of the jungle. The elephant is the king. Look how big it is. I was on the side of the elephant. Until one day I looked at the video and I I saw the mother lion with its cups. Hallelujah. And the, the two elephants were coming. You know the elephant when it moves you can hear far off. I saw the mother lion jumping. Going to approach the two elephants. And I saw it roaring. I said but what does it trust? I saw the elephant they looked at it. And they turned around. And they changed the direction. But say, that is the king of the jungle. I don't care what the devil says. You may hear his footsteps coming. No matter how big he is. But you need to come out. And roar to the enemy. Are you here this evening believers? Amen. You know. Maybe if you can just help us on the screen, this one we're gonna read it all. Uh, Ephesians one, chapter one, verse three. I must say Ephesians one, verse three. I will read it there on the screen. Let's read it. It it needs it needs some energy. Hallelujah. Yes, let's read it. Okay, okay. Who has blessed us? When did he bless us? When did he bless us? Before the foundation of the world. You, you are not blessed today. You were blessed then. And God is confirming it today. And if he blessed you then, the devil can never reverse it here. It was yours from eternity. Who has blessed? Let's, let's start it. I receive the food to call the bands. This is beautiful. I think take it to verse 1. I receive the verse 1. Amen. 
okay? Yes, let's read it. Let's change it here to the sins that are. Do we go okay. Emalatin, Wilbank? Let me not be caught up in the politics of the area. Okay, let's read it. You are personalizing it. Verse 2. Grace be to you. Verse 3. spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Let's read it here. You remember when I said the manufacturer will make parts even before the car hits the road. When he chose you here, he, he knew you. Your mistakes, your upcoming, your imperfections, your struggles, your bad sides. But still, God shows you in him. He didn't choose you and after he looked at you and said, what have I done? No, he could see your end before you came here and picked you up and said, that's mine. And did what? Blessed you. With what? With all spiritual blessings. It's happiness a blessing. It's yours. It's healing a blessing. It's yours. It's salvation a blessing. It's yours. It's eternal life a blessing. It's yours. Whatever you need this evening, it's already yours. You just need to claim it. And say, devil, you took it away. You took my health. But I'm claiming it back. It must come back to me. Are we together? That we should be holy. You didn't choose to be holy. Don't try to look holy. It's not your holiness, it's his holiness. Before the foundation of the world. This is a beautiful book, we can read it to the holy evening. That we should be holy. And without blame. Before him in love. 
Imagine somewhere that had the power to make you blameless. Before him. That means if you've got a blame, he removes the blame. Because he wants you to be blameless. If he wants you to be holy, he takes he gives you holiness. Let's read another scripture here. Uh, Isaiah 55. Isaiah 55. Verse 1. Hallelujah. Amen. When those blind men as this coming up. Jesus said, according to your faith. Not according to their race. Because somebody just say, ah, me. Yeah, they don't love us. Hallelujah. Ne- he never said according to your gender. Me, I'm just a woman. No, according to your faith. Not according to the bank balance. Not according to education. But according to your faith. Whatever you need this evening, it's not according to your bank balance. It's not according to your education. But by faith. Amen. Let's read it here. Let's let's read it. Oh, okay. Oh, we don't know how to. Okay. Let's read it. Oh, let's go to Ho again. I you, you know, the prophet uh, uh, Jesus likes to say, Verily, verily, I say unto you. You cannot replace that. You, can, you must say, Verily, verily. Amen. Ho. Okay, don't tell us about your bank balance. Uh, uh, Come as broke as you are. It has nothing to do with money. Okay, I will start with who I want to Can you buy bread without money, without price? Yes, you can. Hallelujah. A young man left one Wednesday service. Say, oh God, they speak about how great you are. But I've never seen you. And God said, he was on his way home. And as he was going home, you know, you know that small still voice. Uh, has it ever happened where you just felt restless? Something say move. 
You resisted, but ultimately you, you got to surrender. So this boy, when he got to the T-junction, his way home was left. But the boy said, something said right. Left. Right. Stop at the filling station. Buy bread and milk. And took them into the car. On his time to go home, he was redirected. Straight left. Right. Left. Stop. And looked at the house. Take bread and this bread and, 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 and milk. Go into the house. And he was holding bread and milk. And, and knocked. And when he knocked, then an old man opened. And he says, good evening, sir. He didn't even know what he was going to tell this old man what he was doing there. So the old man looked at him. Well, they looked at each other, not knowing what are the next steps. A voice came in the background of the wife of this old man. Jimmy! Jimmy! Is it the man that is bringing bread and, and milk? And so he looked at them until the old lady came and took them and said, we prayed for God to send somebody. And the young man said, he is alive! He is alive! Don't make him like he's dead. He's alive. The woman, the woman that was there with the sick child. And as he was there, Hallelujah, and prayed and said, Oh God, my child is sick. Make a way. I see the Shunamite woman and I'm putting myself in her shoes. Where is thy Elijah? Have you ever seen a, a, a believer having a staring, uh, being stared from inside looking at the scripture and being saying, oh God, I need the scripture to be fulfilled. Have you ever read a quotation and say, oh God, this quotation, I don't want it to be in the book, but I want it to materialize. This verse, I don't want it in the Bible. I want it to materialize. Do I have witnesses here? Have you ever been frustrated and angry with the devil and say, oh devil, whether you like it or not, this scripture today must live in my house. And the woman was like that. And after you have gone that, after you have done that, there was just peace that came upon her. Because faith does not panic. Faith is a master of all circumstances. And it just relaxed. At the airport, they had already 
announce on the intercom that a plane is about to take off. Businessmen were ready and businesswomen in the first class. Rushing to their next meeting in another state. The prophet was there. The pilot was ready. Flight attendants were there. But the faith of the woman. We don't know what it what happened there in the cockpit. I don't know what happened. Make on the radar screen. The faith of that woman just interrupted things. And the pilot looked and said, We cannot fly. And said, Ladies and gentlemen, we apologize. This plane shall be delayed. You may disembark. And they disembarked. And the prophet was wondering, Where can I go? But he started taking a walk. And the Holy Spirit was pulling him. And said, Left. Right. Left. Somebody was pulling the prophet. Left, left, right, left, right. Your blessing is coming your way. Left, right, left, right. There must be something to pull it. And the prophet, as he was walking past, the woman was just relaxing. I say, Morning, pastor. I said, oh, Who can know that I'm a pastor? I said, Do I know you? I don't know you. But what I know, I know a scripture. And I read the scripture. And I said, That scripture must materialize Elijah. And you are that Elijah. That's what faith will do. Hear me out. Never ever be afraid to look ridiculous when you exercise your faith. The problem, believers, we are too much in our senses. We understand much. We analyze much. Sometimes you've got to look at that doctor with his experience and say, Doctor, I don't think you know what you are doing. And say, but you are not a doctor. I know another doctor. Because faith will make you look arrogant. Because it's a violent faith. When was the last time you looked insane in the process of exercising your faith? Many of you you don't have testimonies. Your faith does not have works. Because why? You, you, you understand much. You are careful much. Hallelujah. But the prophet says, sometimes God will take you and make you disparate. Because a disparate man is like a drunkard. And a drunkard is not ashamed. Hallelujah. I saw in one bank 
They told the man, he had come to withdraw money. You know, when they say 32, they notice. This man, one of his relatives had passed away. He needed money there. He didn't care about the bank loss. He needed money there. He spoke to the bank teller. The bank teller said, according to our policies there, there is no way that we can release money to you. You've got to put a notice. After 32 days, it will be made available in your account. If you're not disparate, you look at the bank teller and say no problem but when you are disparate like he looked at the bank teller and said no 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 I'm not walking out of this bank without my money and says you don't understand it's a bank policy there's no exception me, I'm not walking out of this bank without my money. That's my money. I need it now. Then it looked like it was going to escalate into altercation. And the man, desperation, he took off his shirt. Came almost half naked in the bed. Say, I need my money. Now, it was attracting the attention of everybody in the bank. And now the bank manager, the branch manager, bank manager, came and said, Come, come, Can you walk with me into my office? And they walked into the office. Can you sit down? I'm not sitting down. I need my money. Now. Until the bank manager uh, went into the computer, every system can be bypassed. Every system can be bypassed. And you message believers. I'll come to you. Let me finish with this one. Now, then he went into the computer, printed some forms, gave it to him. The men signed. The, the, the people that only had when he, he was being told that uh, according to the bank policy, he can't get the money. They just saw him now he was dressed. Walking out of the branch smiling. They could read between the lines. That's desperation. By a lot of us believers, when the devil says, mm -mm, you walk away like a sheep. Hallelujah. Sometimes you've got to stand your ground. And you and I, the ministry that we are into, it is based on defying the system. 
you can never be a message believer until you defy the religious system. So we are system breakers. When we get into an environment and the doctor said we operated on many of them they all died. You say by faith I will bypass the system. All this disease can never be healed. This is HIV AIDS. Many people have died. If you, you say but me I was created to defy the system. You walk into a bank and they say, no, we don't have money, we can never finance your house. Then you need to look at the bank manager. Like I heard another brother was, was blacklisted. They say, me, I'm not leaving until you approve. Show me how you do it on the system. Until it was approved. So as a believer, don't ever just accept things. Say, David, I don't belong in that system. I belong to the heavenly system. And by faith, defy your disease. By faith, defy your condition. By faith, defy your problem. Are you here this evening? Do you feel like your faith is building? I'm trying to build the capacity in you. I don't want you to be a weak believer. I want you to walk and your faith must have muscles. Another man, I read about him. He was looking for a job. He went into the company and they say, we can hire you. We've got no vacancies here. Tomorrow he was back and he says, no, I think it was next week. Next week he was back and they say, oh, why are you here? We told you there are no vacancies. They say, no, I just thought somebody might have resigned. And then he came, they said, no one has resigned. He came the other week and they said, we told you we don't have a job and no one has resigned. No, I thought you might have fired somebody. Came another week and they said, no one resigned. No one was fired. So we don't have a vacancy. Say, no, I thought somebody might have died. Until they say, make yourself useful here. Then he went to the broom. And he says, as long as I'm in, tell the table, as long as I'm in, Hallelujah! As long as I'm in, that's what Brother Watt said. So when my wife was sick, the doctor said there are six percent chances. And say as long as there is a chance, then I'm in. This evening, tell them as long as there's still that chance. The problem you believers give up easily. And you forget that you are writing the Bible again. Faith without works 
is dead. They will tell you a neighbor. Faith without works is dead. This is a season where we exercise faith. Brother Mevin was in the office telling me the testimony. He was so overwhelmed. I broke down. He broke down. Say on Monday, he just won his way. I think he was going to Pretoria. Didn't feel well. The whole body started aching. His eyes started turning red. His head became felt heavier. And when he got there, he says in the evening it was even worse. Until he came back, it was extremely worse. When he was sleeping, it looked the way he was shaking. It seemed like even the bed was shaking. Hallelujah. Until the brother that he stayed with him said, are you fine? I'm not fine. He says he couldn't even go and relieve himself. It was painful. You thought you were dying. He, he, he wanted to text me. He said, I was struggling even to text because the whole body was aching. When he told me, he even broke down. He said, people don't understand. When you are sick, you are sick. It's not nice to be sick. And send me a text after the struggle. I sleep very late by nature. the message came. Then I responded to the brother. Say, Pastor, I'm not feeling well. Can you pray for me? I just text back. I rebuke the demon that is in your body. It has no right to be in your body. Yes. In the name of Jesus Christ. And I wrote, I said, update me tomorrow morning how you feel. Here's a witness. Say, the same evening, I was able to stand. And, walk. and the pain is gone. <laughs> what happened? Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Don't doubt. Some even you, you are doubting now and say, ah, SMS. You will die. You, you need faith. Someone of them will say, what's the big deal? He wasn't going to die, that's why it worked. How many people died? You'll die. Amen. 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 Is this I'm preaching here? The devil is preaching to someone. It's Wednesday, you know he's a preacher. He's doing his job. But when you are sick, you realize you need faith. So believers, strengthen your faith by this vitamin. It will grow. It will master every circumstance. It will make, it will nullify the devil in your life. Hallelujah. God richly bless you. Let's sing a worshiping song.
This world without faith is cruel. But with faith, it will help you to master all circumstances. Let's just sing it. Pass me not, O gentle Savior.
Matters not how little it is, Father, mm. but it matters most to us that we have it, Lord. Father, no matter what has come along our way, yes, and what circumstances are surrounding us in this life, Almighty God, seemingly we are defeated, Father. Mm. But when we give a report of ourselves. We sound like we are all the way defeated, Lord. Mm. When the word addresses us, Lord, every time with all the amens, the hallelujahs, Lord. Mm. But when the devil comes in practical life, Father, mm. we are all the way, as it looks, defeated, Lord. Mm. But we are so thankful tonight, Lord. Yes. You keep reminding us, oh God. Mm. And we realize by the preaching of the word, Father, mm. that this faith is not our faith. Exactly. It is God's faith. Mm. And it is a gift of God. Hallelujah. We just didn't campaign for it, Lord. Mm. We never did even raise our hand to say, we want that faith, we don't want that faith. Mm. We just found ourselves with the faith to believe. Mm. 
Tonight we believe, Lord. Tonight we defy all the odds. Tonight, Lord, we come to thee and say, Father, though the faith be little, Lord, but just that you have brought us in this place, you have given us a platform, Lord, just this once more that we can be heard. That will be so If you could hear Samson, oh God, having sounded like he was defeated, Lord, but he waited for the little hairs to grow. Not the locks this time, Father, but just the little hairs that he felt in his head. He longed for the pillars, oh God, whereon the house stood. And Father, we know, oh God, you wrote great victory on that day. Yes. May you have such great victories, Lord, in the houses, oh God, where your children are living, in their homes, almighty God, where they abide, Father, almighty God, in their workplaces, Lord. Indeed, Heavenly Father, maybe some might have been listed, oh God, and they've been counted like some retrenchment package is coming their way. But as long as they would say in their heart, Father, I still want my job. I still want a monthly salary, Lord. If that little faith can speak such words before you, you have presented a platform for us to be heard. Yes. And we are so thankful, Father, that you can give us such a chance, Lord, as failing as we seem to be, Oh God, as doubtful as we seem to be. And yet you still give us once more a chance, oh God, to avail that faith. The strength and the power in that faith. We thank you, oh God, for our pastor, Lord. May you keep on just unveiling this truth to him, Lord. These treasures, oh God. Father, we know that almighty God, even the priest, oh God, could go and eat from the pot, oh Father, that was in the Shekinah glory. Father, we want to eat from that pot, Lord. Mm. We don't want this manna that's rotting, Father. All the time we've been comfortable with the situations so around us. It's like the manna that we normally see and know is going to rot by sunset, Lord. Mm. But we are longing for that shaker in our glory. Yes. May we blossom, Lord, like Aaron's rod, mm. with no remembrance on it from what tree it was cut down for. Mm. All the while it was not a useful rod. But just one day, a shepherd thought to pick it up and maybe to help the sheep. And a use, an unuseful thing. Yes. Something that had no value. Mm. The only value it could have, Father, was when it could help the shepherd to help the sheep. Mm. But when it went in the Shekinah glory, Lord. Hallelujah. It rose from being ordinary to being extraordinary. May it be so with our lives. If we have been ordinary, Lord. Change us to be extraordinary, Lord. Yes. In every situation, in every circumstance, we are so thankful for thy word. We now realize there's nothing can defeat this world except thy word. For this world was framed from this very faith. Yes. And you just gave us a portion of it just to test what it is, Lord. May you help us to go on with this faith. May you establish your, your, your church, Lord, on this faith. May you establish every believer on this faith. Be so, Father. May we stand undefeated. Yes. I pray, Lord, as I commit myself and the whole congregation, Father, and all the churches of the saints mm. into your hands, Lord. Mm. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, Father, I pray. Blessed be thy holy name forever, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 May it be 
like a seed that is planted. May the Holy Spirit water it and let it bring forth the testimonies in your lives. But have faith in God. Amen. Can give us a song till we meet on Sunday uh, 9 o'clock. Amen. They say the earliest bed catches the fattest worm. The earliest believer I can be fattest someone. Fattest blessing. <laughs> God bless you richly till you meet on, on Sunday. can give us a song. Morena, 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 diteto, asiriwe. Oh, morena, diteto, ya usanela. Asiriwe, 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 asiriwe. Oh, morena, diteto, ya usanela. Asiriwe. See, 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 see,